0: So let the countdown begin. Eight days until Christmas, and the vault has gone full Griswold. It smells like cookies, and I've finally found a way to like eggnog. All it took was just a little bit of honey and a whole lot of whiskey. Why am I just learning this? I feel like I've missed out on something for way too long. Better late than never, I suppose. I'm Jake Alexander in the Vault 319 recording room, and this is the Tweakwell Podcast. Well, here I am. There you are. And welcome back to the vault. If this is your first time listening, welcome to the vault in the first place. But I am, of course, your host, Jake Alexander, the voice in the void, the lone wolf, your favorite host of the list. How the hell are you? TGIF. Thank God. It's Friday. We are back together. Here we are on the podcast and I'm so happy to be here. It's been just a weird week overall. (laughs) It's just one of those things, man. Uh, Just weather going up and down and, you know. It's getting close to Christmas, so, you know, stuff gets real weird when it gets close to Christmas, all the running around and shopping and stuff at the last minute. Uh, I hope you're not out there shopping last minute. I'm not actually out there shopping last minute, but, you know, you still got to get out there and look for stuff just in case you might miss out on a gift or whatever, especially when you got kids, because it's really about them. It's not about us adults anymore. <laughs> once, you get, once you get older, Christmas is not about you. It's about the kids. If you have kids and if it's you don't have kids, it's about your nieces and nephews or you know your Godchildren you whatever. It ain't about you. It don't matter unless you go to a Christmas party. If you go into one, then you know be safe out there, don't drink and drive, get a Uber or something. you know, be safe, just be safe. But, uh, I'm about to get out of here and go to one myself as soon as I get done recording this episode, but you know that's what it is. I'm not big into Christmas parties, but I got invited to one though. So I'm gonna go. I have friends. I have friends. I'm not just you know alone all the time, <laughs> but it is what it is, but yeah, it's been a good week. Nothing really. You know, large and out of the ordinary outside of the weather just being weird. But this is Michigan. You know, weather is weird 365 days of the year. So nothing new, nothing I don't know how to deal with. Um, I got news and I got theories for something that's in the news. I won't tell you what it is because I want you to listen to the whole episode. So without further ado, let's get into it. So our top story today, obviously, Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home opened today and you know before the movie even dropped the uh the preview reviews were overwhelmingly positive you know 100% on you know Rotten Tomatoes and all the Metacritic and all the other ones I- I've said it before I'll keep saying it I don't care about Rotten Tomatoes I don't care about Metacritic only, and I really don't care about reviews from newspapers and the like um, I only care about two things one I'm gonna go see it myself and I'm gonna have my own opinion of it and number two I look at the box office now it just came out early this morning, late last night, whichever way you want to call it. It's basically not even a full day uh, out in theaters. and It's already close to $100 million. That's all I need to know. Are people going to see this movie? Are people excited to see this movie? And the answer is yes. If you're nearing $100 million before your opening weekend even basically gets started, then yeah. It's, it's, it's probably going to be a great movie. I'm going to go see it this weekend. i want to try to see it twice before next week. Um, I'm definitely going to go see it tomorrow, tomorrow, Saturday. Um, I'm going to try to go and see it Monday again. Um, I want to see it at least twice before I do a review. And I'm going to do a review next Wednesday, right before Christmas. Uh, I'll drop a review. I got theories as to what's going to go down in the movie. That's coming up in the next segment. I won't spoil it then. I won't spoil it now. You wait till then. So stay tuned. Um, Speaking of openings, upcoming openings. Matrix Resurrections, it opens on the 22nd. Now that movie's been flying under the radar for a few weeks now, but every single time they drop a little teaser or I see something about it, it's just making me want to see it. Um, Early reviews are mixed i don't care about them but they're mixed but they're mostly positive i want to see it no matter what anybody says um at first i didn't know if i wanted to see it because it's like how are you doing another matrix movie when Neo's supposed to be dead or you know oh, you're bringing back the original cast but you don't have Laurence fishburne back as morpheus it's another guy i'm not against the other guy he's really a good actor uh, I don't know. I, I didn't know if I wanted to see it, but I, I kind of believe I want to see it now. Um, like I said, I'm leaning toward going to see it. I'll let you know. More than likely, I'll go see it, and I'll let you know what I think of the movie. Um, speaking of of returns, because, you know, Matrix is returning. Um, Hugh Jackman, he's in talks to return as Wolverine inside the MCU. He actually just had a third meeting today, Friday the 17th, with uh, Kevin Feige early this morning. Um the film oddly enough that he will return in is not a mutant center movie it is secret wars um if you know the secret Wars storyline i won't you know you don't need me to tell you what it is if you've never read it go read it by all means go to your local comic book store you know how i am i've been telling you for the longest go you know local comic book stores and buy comics but yeah go to your local comic book store tell them you want secret wars comics and read up uh, get to know it because Feige has been talking about dropping this film um, a number of times and just adding Hugh Jackman returning as Wolverine <clears throat> instant rewatch and go see type of vibes to it right it's it's Hugh Jackman and him playing Wolverine was iconic because if you think of all the characters uh, that have been out there for comic book movies and the people who have played the um, Hugh Jackman is right there, top three to me, as far as people who portray their character perfectly. I don't care about his height. Most people are so pissed off that Hugh Jackman is six feet and Wolverine is supposed to be like five, three, five, five, whatever. And they say, like, Oh, he's too tall. And I really, I, I I really hate that fucking argument. And it's just a dumb ass argument, uh, about Hugh Jackman, uh, playing Wolverine. He's too tall. No, that's just stupid. The man was phenomenal as Wolverine, looked apart, played the part. Um, next to him is, you know, uh, Tony Stark with uh, Robert Downey Jr. And uh, I would guess um, my top three rounding out. I don't know. Uh, that was my top two. We'll just leave it at that. That was my top two. I don't know who would have rounded out my top three. That's that's probably a list I'm going to have to go with and see who the top five um, uh, comic book, people who play their comic book characters uh, perfectly. Uh, but yeah, I hope well, I hope uh, Hugh Jackman does return as Wolverine inside the MCU for that. It'd, that'd be good to see. Um Outside of Hugh Jackman, um, there are three specific names that have been in talks over the past few weeks that have now come out about joining the MCU and in talks with Kevin Feige about joining the MCU. Those names are Idris Elba, Pierce Brosnan, and surprisingly, Eddie Murphy. Now, Idris Elba is already in the MCU. He's Heimdall, which... The part about him joining the MCU, it wouldn't be a join, it would be a return. But it is kind of a join because he's supposed to be Heimdall again in the MCU. But isn't Heimdall supposed to be dead in the MCU already? But yeah, supposedly, Idris Elba is in talks to return as Heimdall in the MCU in some capacity. Maybe it's a flashback. I oh, Who knows? I mean, if with the whole multiverse and thing going on, maybe it's another Heimdall from a different, you know, Multiverse layer, and he's just returning to into our, you know, the six one six multiverse layer. I don't know. Either way, I I liked Idris Elvis Heimdall, and I want to see how that goes. Um, now, Pierce Brosnan is a is a huge name, uh, obviously. Um, now, Brosnan is already slated to join the DCEU as Doctor Fate in a few films coming up. Uh, one of those films is the is the forthcoming Black Adam, um, but. You know talks with MCU would see him not be a hero but be a villain, which would be great because it's Pierce Brosnan. I've, I've seen him play good guys, I mean, the man has played James Bond for god's sakes. Um, but I, I think he has the the, the the it to play a villain, and v- villains are fun, so I think him playing a villain would be cool inside MCU. Um, they haven't actually said exactly what role he'll play, but you know, like I say, like I always say, if when I find out, you'll find out. Um, and now as for Eddie Murphy, I mean, look, man. When people talk of Hollywood royalty, Eddie Murphy's name is up there. I mean, seriously, the man has done every single thing you can possibly do in in Hollywood. He's played every single type of role, not just comedic. He's done drama. He's done other things. He's done, you know, um, uh, horror movies. I mean, Vampire in Brooklyn really wasn't a horror movie, but he was a vampire. So that, it counts. It counts to me. I don't care what you say. Um So whatever he does in MCU, big or small, it's going to be great. It's Eddie Murphy, the man knows how to act. Um, So when the word hits to me as to to the nature of his role, I'll let you know. My guess right off bat, is going to be a small role at first, but then it'll be bigger later. I mean, you don't want to waste somebody like uh, Eddie Murphy's cachet on a small role without, you know, it becomes something later. Even though we've seen Feige use really big names for smaller roles in the MCU. I mean think of Glenn Close and Jeff Goldblum and Matt Damon and Sylvester Stallone. It's like all these people have been in the MCU, but they've been really small roles. They've been on screen one second and gone the next. You know, right? So you, you never know. But either way, it's it's Eddie Murphy. Right? It's it's Eddie Murphy. Whatever he does is gonna be great. I just know it. Um and happy birthday to game uh gaming developer Bungie they hit their 30th anniversary, I didn't know Bungie had been around that long, i played Halo a little in its early days, I liked it, but I didn't love it, I I come and, you know, I came and gone off of Halo, I got in, I got more into stuff like uh, Gears of War instead of Halo, but I I didn't hate Halo, but yeah, they hit their 30th anniversary, Um, for their anniversary, Destiny 2 got a lot of you know, updates to it uh, based around the other games that Bungie has done over the years, like Halo. A lot of the weapons in the game, a lot of the costumes in the games, and little things inside of Destiny Two are Halo themed and from other uh, games that uh, Bungie has developed. So, you know, man, congrats to Bungie. Thirty years—that's a, that's a, that's a huge feat in anything, but especially in gaming, because I can't think of many gaming developers, just single, you know. Single standalone gaming developers that last 30 years. There's not a lot of them, right? Um, but everything is not all great with Bungie. Um, on the other hand, from their 30th anniversary, Bungie's in trouble because there is a story. I want to say it was in Time Magazine. I can't remember the magazine now, but I want to say it was Time Magazine. But there was a, a story about uh, their workplace culture and how it's filled with um, harassment and uh, intimidation and uh, physical and and uh, emotional intimidation throughout their um, their offices and whatnot uh, we've seen this come to light in so many different areas in culture through not just you know gaming and but in business and inside the movies and, and all over the place but when do these when did folks go learn just like just be nice and do the job and then go home it's like just you don't have to be an asshole you know to people to get your point across or to to make it in the world you just don't um i don't exactly know if any of the allegations are real um i mean are, are they're true or if there's been like lawsuits or anything There hasn't been like that yet um when i figure out what exactly went down or if i were get any more news about it i'll let you know because it, it's a big deal because we've seen the backlash against companies be really swift and really massive When stuff like this comes out and Bungie right now can't afford to take a hit. Um, Destiny 2 is one of the biggest, one of the biggest games in the world right now. Um, And if any of this stuff turns out to be true and it it snowballs into something bigger than just this one little story inside of a magazine and me talking about it on this pokey little podcast. It, it, man, cancel culture has is a thing. It's still a thing. I don't like it, but it's a thing, and you will see, you will see hell rain down on Bungie, and I don't want to see it because I like. Damn it! I finally find a game I like, and then it turns out the company might be might be real assholeish and full of bastards. And I don't want to see my game go away, but it, it is what it is. If it happens, it happens. Until then, I'm just going to enjoy what I can enjoy while I can enjoy it. <laughs> That's enough news for now. I want to take a break. Go get me some. Uh, cough syrup because obviously you can tell I'm coming down with a bit of a cold um, but I'm going to give me some cough syrup and a cup of coffee and then we'll come back Spider-Man No Way Home Theories so we've been in this space right here before haven't we me and you um, I've done theories before for quite a few movies that I've talked about over the course of this, uh, thing I do. Um, but, and I've been, I've been right and wrong about 50% of the time. So, you know, not good, but not bad either. I would say 50, 50 is pretty good. When you start talking about theories for things you have no you have no knowledge of. Right. Um, I, and I've always kind of shied away from doing theories. I, I haven't done them very often. I think I've done maybe three total, in, the, uh, in all the episodes of this podcast. But I kind of wanted to do theories today for Spider-Man No Way Home because a lot, well, I ain't gonna say a lot of them, but all the theories I got, which is only four. It's only four. It's not a lot. It's not like a 10 list thing. Um, But the four theories that I have, I'm doing them only because I kind of really, really want them to come true inside of Spider-Man No Way Home. But I want them to be true because it's not because I want to be right, but because I want... I want things to be set up going forward for Sony Spider-Verse because they own Spider-Man, not, not Marvel. Um, and it also sets up things for the MCU going forward that I would love to see in film format. Um, a lot of the stuff in Spider-Man is going to lead into, um, the multiverse madness, Dr. Strange part two. We know that, but I was thinking some of these things should happen because with, The multiverse being broken, not just through Spider-Man and with uh, Doctor Strange um, multiverse madness, but because of the actions in the uh, Loki series with everything being broken and everything coming crashing together and all these new worlds opened up. So many things can now be added and that is your explanation of how they are added into our universe and it would all make sense and it would all it, it would literally just open up a world of possibilities of things that can go down. Inside of the MCU and for the Spider Verse. Um, So, you know, I I really, really want these four things to be true. If they don't, then I'm not going to be hurt. I'm not going to be upset. Well, who am I kidding? Yeah, I'll be a little, I'll be just a tiny bit upset, right? Um, But it's okay if they don't come true. If they don't, then, you know, I'll just wait it out and cross my fingers. I hope Feige and company and everybody over at Sony uh, with the Spider Verse can, you know, figure out a way to get these things to happen. Uh, so let's start with number one. It's a small thing. I know some people may think that this is a big thing, but to me, it's a small thing. So theory number one is Aunt May will die or at the very least come real close to being killed. Now, this is why I believe that this is going to happen in Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, so the whole point of the film is the fact that everybody now knows that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. In trying to undo that, you get all these villains from the other uh, multiverse now in our universe, and you still have everybody in this universe knowing that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. So what if, what if somewhere along the way, somebody either kills the hot Aunt May that we have now, played by Marissa Tomei, or she gets real close to being killed, right? Now, in the comic books, that happened. That actually happens. And what happens is you get a darker version of Spider-Man taking off his mask and saying, Spider-Man doesn't kill. Taking off his mask to reveal his face, which everybody kind of already knows who he is at that point, and says, but I do. And him just starting to lay waste to people. You cannot tell me that that wouldn't be one of the greatest scenes or greatest things to happen to comic book movies. I'm not against comic book movies being... Lighter and you know, comedy and more family and kid friendly, but sometimes, just sometimes, you have to show the downside of being a hero. That's kind of the whole point of you know, the mask and the costume is to keep villains from knowing who you really are. So, you need to open that door and say, Well, hey, this is what happens. Bad things happen once you know who the hero actually is, and who better than to. Kind of break a piece of Spider-Man's armor and show the downside of being a hero. So I'm hoping that I don't. I don't really want her to die. I don't want Marissa Tomei's character Aunt May to die. Uh, but you know, get real close to it. Let her get really hurt to the point you piss off Peter, and he goes after somebody like really hard. And he doesn't have to kill the villain, but like, kind of like just lays waste to him. Just lays them out. Right. <laughs> It'd be kind of cool to see. Um, number two on my theory list. Um, I believe that at some point through um, through the actions within Spider-Man No Way Home, the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man and the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, they will find redemption for their failures from those two previous franchises. Uh, here's what I mean. Um, Andrew Garfield obviously loses Gwen. She dies pretty much in the same manner as she does in the comic book. Uh, we don't know if it's because the the impact of her hitting the ground or the fact that he caught her at the last second and it snapped her neck, like in the comic book, which is the theory from the comic book, but we don't exactly know, but all we know is that Gwen dies and he sees that as, as what as his greatest failure. And there is no redemption from that because Andrew Garfield doesn't get another movie to redeem himself from that. Um, in Toby, in Toby McGuire's case, by the time that series is over, he's not with MJ and he's kind of left, that door open that maybe he doesn't wind up with her. He winds up with somebody else or, you know, he has a lot of failures as in his uh, run as Spider-Man. So somewhere along uh, the journey through no way home, maybe because these two uh, versions of Spider-Man are older than the Tom Holland version of Spider-Man. Maybe they impart some wisdom um, into uh, the Tom Holland Spider-Man so he can grow and, you know, be a, a a more mature Spider-Man for him to understand that, Hey, things are going to happen. You're going to have to learn to deal with them. You're going to have to learn to, you know, stand up and, uh, you know, just, you can't always be the kid, uh, going forward. You're going to have to grow up and maybe we see, you know, kind of the Peter B Parker, the, the, the road, weary, tired, Uh, Spider-Man kind of pop up in, you know, these three kind of, kind of amalgamation of these three and their actions. And, you know, there's that scene that we've seen in the trailer where MJ uh, played by Zendaya, she's falling and her hand is up and a Spider-Man hand reaches down to grab her at the last second. What if that is not the Tom Holland version of Spider-Man, but that is the Andrew Garfield version of Spider-Man, right? So that's his redemption from not saving Gwen. He's able to save MJ the person who he's meant to be with in, in the whole universe is MJ. So he actually saves a version of MJ and that's kind of his redemption f- from his story from the Andrew Garfield story arc. <clears throat> Excuse me. And maybe we see Toby Maguire do something out of the ordinary from his universe and he gets some sort, some sort of redemption from his actions in that one. He felt, I know the Toby Maguire version of Spider-Man felt that uh, it was his fault that, um, that green goblin got killed uh, for a while. And he felt bad about so many of the, of the things he'd done, maybe through his actions, he gets some sort of redemption and you know, that burden gets lifted off of him. So when they go back to their uh, respective universes, they're, they're better, more mature, more, you know, acclimated uh, Spider-Man in their universes. And Tom Holland grows up a little bit. It would be nice to see that all three versions, you know, get some sort of redemption, Uh, And maybe this Tom Holland, he gets the redemption of him. You know, everybody not everybody figuring out that he didn't actually kill Mysterio. Um, Obviously, that's the happy ending that you don't know. We don't actually know if that's going to happen at the end. It may actually not. Maybe he, you know, uh, maybe everybody forgets that he's Spider-Man by some quirk or and maybe just maybe it's another theory. Maybe actually we get Hobgoblin. That's a theory that's been out there that um that his uh buddy becomes the hobgoblin inside of the movie. There's been um pictures of uh, a I forgot his first name um with uh paint on his face it and an orange hood reminiscent of hobgoblin. so maybe that happens. You don't know that's part of another theory we'll We'll set that inside of part two. so we'll just see how the redemption arcs go after we see the film. um number three. Um, that Spider-Man No Way Home. I'm hoping it sets up Kraven for the uh for the uh, Sony Spider Verse and the future foundation inside of the MCU. Now, w- Craven is already set. 2023. There's going to be a Craven movie from Sony. Uh, Craven is already cast. He's going to be played by Aaron Taylor Hall. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I don't. I'm still on the fence about Aaron Taylor Hall playing Craven. He still looks. He looks so very young. He doesn't look. Craven you know, Craven is supposed to be the ultimate hunter, right? He he's hunted everything, he's killed everything, and now Spider Man is his greatest prey, and now he's going after him, this that, and the other. But Aaron Taylor Hall doesn't look like a guy who's grizzled, right? He's been out there hunting things, animals for years, and now Spider Man is, is now his greatest prey that he's going after. But I don't know, man. It, maybe you know they do some effects or some practical makeup and make him look different. But we'll see, we'll see. Um, but like I said, that movie's already set. Uh, for 2023, so maybe we get even just like a name drop of Craven somewhere in like an after credit scene or post credit scene or whatever, uh, somewhere along the way in this movie. And then Craven get and that's to introduce Craven. And then we get the movie Craven, and then you get Craven versus Spider Man in another Sony film going forward. Uh, that'd be cool. I, I, Craven is a really good character. If you know nothing about him, look at, look at, look it up, read into it. Craven is, I would see, I could see Craven rounding out the Sinister Six before I see venom rounding out the sinister six i could see venom being a standalone villain versus spider-man which honestly if it's up to me that's what i would do venom deserves his own one-on-one movie with spider-man not within the sinister six um and the future foundation if you don't know what the future foundation is i forgive you a whole lot of people don't it's one of those things inside marvel um, the Future Foundation uh, it links to the Fantastic Four. It's a group of free thinkers. The foundation itself was founded by Tony Stark, but it it featured this slew of uh, really smart and really uh, downwitted uh, Marvel characters. It was all of the Fantastic Four members at one point or another. Spider Man was in it. Phil Coulson. Uh, I'm I'm doing this off the top of my head. Ant Man, She Hulk. I mean, hell, even Doctor Doom was in the Future Foundation at one point. They were. It was basically just a free thinking, it's like a think tank, but they they had gone on missions and done hero work here and there. Um, This would be a perfect time to debut Reed Richards and set up uh, the Fantastic Four and the Future Foundation group, which could lead into Secret Wars. We just talked about it earlier that Wolverine uh, Hugh Jackman is supposed to be coming back for Secret Wars, so this could be your link to it. Um, There was already a um, theory about Reed Richards showing up, um, but that's for the last theory and we're going to get to that in a second, but, um, it would be kind of cool to have, um, this film set up, uh, this future foundation and craven going forward, um, from this movie into the future. Cause there are so many things from both of those properties that you can expand upon outside of the, you know, outside of the normal timeline and normal stream of movies. And you will get extra stuff. Man, more more comic book movies is never a bad thing. I'm not going to shit on it. Um, and last theory, talking about Reed Richards. The last theory was um, about Reed Richards and Professor Xavier both showing up inside Spider-Man No Way Home. So um, there was a rumor, and it has never been shot down. It actually has gained traction, uh, especially after Feige was asked about it, and he simply said no comment. And left it at that and smiled. Um, so there was this rumor that an after credit scene or post credit scene, whichever one where Peter Parker is approached by not only Reed Richards, but professor Xavier at the exact same time. So if this happens, this easily sets up the next big addition to the MCU, which is mutants, right? Um, this is the perfect time with the MCU being broken through the multiverse and through the actions inside of the Loki series. It's a good time to introduce mutants. You can just say that, Hey, this is what happened because Loki did what he did and uh, what happened with Peter Parker and Dr. Strange because of what they did. Then, Hey, this energy gets released and all these people come through and now we have mutants in our universe, right? That's an easy way to just ex- explain it away and call it a day. Um, it would be something, for that after credit scene to roll up and you know like have peter like cleaning up his room or something and getting ready to go off to college or whatever and that may knocks on the door and say hey a couple of guys are here to see you peter walks into the living room and the wheelchair turns around you know the guy with the bald head and the suit on and another guy turns around kind of lanky and he stretches his hand out and it literally stretches across the room and says hi how you doing uh you're you're peter right Peter says, yeah. And he says, well, hi, I'm I'm Dr. Reed Richards. And this is my friend, Professor Xavier. We'd like to talk to you. And then it just goes to black. Can you imagine what in the hell that is possibly setting up? Uh, I would uh, I I can't believe like uh, I should be a writer. (laughs) I I should be writing movies and shit, because that would be the perfect way to open the door for the Fantastic Four and for the X-Men. So I want, like I said, for all these theories, I want these things to happen. I don't know if they're going to happen. If they don't happen, I'll be a little hurt because I want them to happen. But I'm not going to be devastated. Um, There there are other ways and there are um, plenty of different, you know, uh, points in time when all these things can um, be done subtly or not so overtly to introduce all these other things into the Sony Spider-Verse and into the MCU Either way, doesn't matter. I want these things to happen. If they don't, it's okay. I'm not going to hold it against the movie. But uh, yeah, I can't wait to see Spider-Man No Way Home. Like I said, it opened today. Uh, Today's Friday. I am going to get up first thing in the morning. I am going to get the kids out of the house over to somebody's house to watch them. Probably my aunt, because she's been dying to see them anyway. Um, And then uh, after they're there, I am going to go see this movie. i'm gonna go by myself i have no problem going to the movies by myself my wife doesn't want to see it but i do (laughs) so uh i'm going to go refresh this coffee real quick and when we come back it's going to be the last call and we're going to get out of here today stay tuned So that's it. And that's all for the day. I hope you enjoyed listening just as much as I enjoy doing it. I love doing it. It doesn't matter. I always say it doesn't matter if it's one, five, ten, a hundred, a thousand of you. I am going to keep doing this because I love doing it. I love talking. Excuse me. I have a very, very big mouth and I don't mind talking. Um, We're going to get out of here. I just want you all to enjoy your weekend. Go see Spider-Man No Way Home. Let me know what you think about it. Uh, head on over to the Instagram page at the underscore tweakle underscore pod. Um, send me a message, or you know, check out the little wacky stuff that I get into. Sometimes I do TikTok, sometimes I talk about anime and uh, other stuff on there. Um, who knows? You may find something else you like, and then you know, send me a message. And I'll talk more about it. Um, but you know, until then, uh, I want to thank Nikki Rev, my producer. You know, always keeping me, you know, on point and pointing in the right direction. Thank you very much. Uh, she's off on next week, so Merry Christmas. She's been pointing at me. <laughs> so uh, for her and everybody else who helps me do this and uh, for all my listeners, I'm going to get out of here. Uh, and don't forget next Wednesday, next Wednesday It won't be next Friday because next Friday is Christmas. I don't It's, well, it's Christmas Eve next Friday. Uh, I don't want you worried about listening to this Pokemon podcast. Go enjoy it with your family. Go to a party or have some half-smack dog. Watch a movie. Um, yeah. Watch movies tonight. Yeah. Head on over to the, uh, I've almost forgot about that. Head on over to the Instagram page and watch the weekend watch list is there every friday right after the podcast goes live the weekend watch list goes up right after that um if you want to know i'll give you i'll give you two movies that i took off the watch list today um oddly enough a christmas carol uh two versions of it actually 1984 and the 2009 version and Miracle on 34th Street, 1947, the original, the good one, the one that everybody likes. Uh, those are on the watch list, but there are other things. So going over there and watch the entire watch list to see the stuff that I'm going to be watching this weekend and next weekend, actually, because I rotate those movies in. And I rotate the same uh, Christmas movies <laughs> in and out every year. They have, those are the ones I like. Those are the ones I'm going to watch. Uh, but until then, for Nikki Rev, thank you very much. Um, you know, we're going to get out of here the same way we do every single time we sign off with me saying God bless, I love you, and peace. If you like what you're hearing, then by all means, do check back in every Friday at 5 p.m. on Spotify and follow us on Instagram at the underscore tweak underscore pod. And by all means, go back and listen to the older episodes and see where we came from and see where we're at. Because we started from the bottom, but now we're here. I'm Jake Alexander signing off. See you later.